Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen. And then today we are going to chat all about self-care during the follicular phase of your cycle. So I'm excited about this series. So we're on phase two of four. Uh, we're on the follicular phase. If you go back to last Thursday's episode, I talked about the menstrual phase. So the follicular phase or also spring season. So if you think spring energy or waxing moon phase of the lunar cycle. So this is kind of the phase that you're in. So it means pretty high energy, excitement, um, ready to kind of rock. But one thing that we always want to kind of be careful or cautious of, because we're coming out of that winter season, we're coming out of that, um, you know, the bleeding phase of our cycle. And so what happens sometimes if we go too um, full with our schedules, if we put ourselves out there too much, we sometimes get burned out really fast. So that's kind of the cautious um, tale of the start of this cycle is make sure you don't go, okay, I'm done bleeding. Let's rock. Let's do all of these things. Um, it's going to be a little bit too much. So make sure you're easing yourself into some of these things and you're easing yourself into, um, that spring energy. So, well, what, what I will just tell you this too, because I think this is also important. Um, what does it look like if you're out of balance with this spring energy? It looks like you're kind of spinning your wheels. You have ideas, but you just can't seem to make anything fit. You kind of start doubting yourself. You thought you had really good ideas. And now all of a sudden you're kind of second guessing yourself. Those are things that aren't necessarily, I don't say common, but they can happen in this phase. And usually it means you pushed a little bit too hard. You might be feeling a little bit of burnt out energy. So that would be my, um, my way to tell you, okay, how do I know if I've went too far too fast? Um, you start feeling some of those, um, anxiety and those type of feelings versus the energized feeling that often happens during this phase. So what are some self-care ideas? Well, experiment with a new idea. So what new ideas came to you during that menstrual phase? You know, when you were sitting, hopefully quietly, um, journaling, tuning into yourself, what new ideas came in? What wants to be planted? Um, and then what areas do you want to explore more and add into your life that are missing? So what, what came up for you basically from the last cycle phase? And that's what you're going to be working on experimenting with, um, planting into your life. And this is where we really get to see it, watch it grow. So this might be where you come up with a new program with a new, um, uh, let's say you want to study something. So maybe you've never studied herbs before, but you're like, I'm really, I'm really drawn to that right now. Um, maybe you sign up for a program or maybe you want to learn about Ayurveda more. And so you sign up for an Ayurvedic program. You know, these are kind of a place where you start to take action on some of those things that kind of came through for you in that last phase. Next lifting weights to build more muscle. Now I, again, I've lifted weights since I was 16, you know, basically three days a week, pretty steadily for 18 years now, 20 years. Um, oh gosh, 20 years. Wow. Um, that's, that's so important to me. I mean, I, I don't even know how else to say like how important it is to lift weights and it doesn't have to be with weights necessarily. You could do body weight activities. You can do, um, Pilates bar, but something to engage your muscles because I've trained so many women and men in their eighties and being able to get out of a chair is the biggest thing without needing help. Or, you know, if people fall, like let alone if someone falls and they're older, trying to get up off the floor if they're, especially if they're alone. Um, and that's so important to have that strength and the people who have lifted, I won't say all their lives. Cause this just wasn't a thing. You know, my grandma is 94 living alone and she has to get some, um, PT work now because she had a, she had 23 centimeters of her small intestine removed. And so she was telling me, she's like, wow, 
I just, I feel so weak and I've just lost all my strength because she was able to get around before she was able to hold things and carry things and keep her balance without a walker. Um, she had one there just in case, but she often was the one who would go and grab the coffee pot with the piping hot coffee in it and carry it over to the table. Um, so that is just something that you want to keep throughout your lifetime. And the more that you incorporate this and the earlier you do, the more important it is as you age to keep those muscles strong. I mean, I just can't even, can't even express the, um, amount of passion I do have for, you know, women being able to be empowered so that you can lift up your children without throwing out your back. Um, that you can go for walks miles on ends with your family and not feel like you're tired or slowing everyone down. You know, it, it really, really is helpful. So that is what I'm going to say. This phase is perfect for building muscle. So really tune into that um, during this phase. And another one is dancing. So get out your tunes and jam, you know, put on a Spotify playlist that is in particular for your follicular phase and just start dancing, moving around. Um, you know, eyes can be closed, just feel the rhythm. Like this is a great time to tap into that. And then along with the dancing, doing a cleansing goddess bath with fresh or dried rose petals. Now this is also nurturing that sensual side of yourself, you know, drawing a bath, putting Epsom salts in there. Um, and that also helps with your tired muscles from your weightlifting routines. So it's kind of a, a twofer there, but really tapping into that nurturing side and that goddess sensual side of yourself by taking a nice, a nice bath. And then another idea is scheduling um, a facial, if you do that, or massage, or DIY it. So Ayurveda is all about self-massage. So giving yourself a self-massage, um, you know, that is perfect every day to help move your lymph around so stuff doesn't get stagnant and stuck. You can also do a DIY facial, um, a facial steam. I've included a recipe over at my blog post for this, which is at andreaclausen.com. Yes, dandroclausen.com forward slash blog. And then it will be the first episode up on there. Um, and this has got a nice um, juicy facial in there that you can do at home or a facial steam, either one. I'm going to put both recipes in there for you. So that could be something that you do at home. Another idea is a yoni steam. So this is something I just personally started doing this past year and I love it. Um, you basically boil a pot of herbs and I'm not going to tell you an herb combo just because there are so there's so many different combos that you can make. Um, and I purchased mine off Etsy, my box and my herb kit. Now the herb kit I purchased, they had four different blends and I just kind of read through and I was like, yep, this one's closest to my cycle and to what I need. And that's how I would recommend picking those herbs, um, or going to an herbalist who can help you. So maybe you have irregular cycles. Maybe you are a really, like if you're a Vata, maybe you're really just dry and you need moisture. So you're going to need different herbs versus a Pitta who might be very hot and fiery. They're not going to want to have those hot and fiery herbs. Cause that's just going to increase it. And then like that kapha dosha stuff maybe is more stagnant. So you want some herbs that are to keep things flowing. So that's why if you're not quite sure, you know, read some of the descriptions or ask an herbalist or um, like myself, someone who has a little bit of training in the herbs and maybe Ayurveda, if you want to combo those things. So what you do though, is you put those, you boil it, um, you take them off the, the stove after they've boiled, and then you put it in, I have the Yoni steam box because that one just seemed easier. Um, there's one where you can like sit over the top of your couch or a chair and, um, try to do it that way, but it just seemed too complicated. And I just was like, I'm just going to purchase the box. Um, they can be a little pricey, 
and they also take up space. So I will give you those two prefaces. Mine is literally sitting in my office. It's thankfully it's pretty. So it's just, if people don't know what it is, they just think it's a box with a triangle shape on top, but that is my Yoni steam box. And, um, so I'll sit on that then after the herbs are underneath. And so it does have a triangle shape opening. Um, they're also circular openings, which I would recommend because the triangle shape didn't really think it through. I just like triangles, um, but not as comfortable to sit on when you're doing this. Cause you actually sit on top of that hole. Um, so again, circular shape might've been a little bit better for myself. Um, but you sit there for 10 to 20 minutes and, uh, you want the herbs to cool first. So first off, let it cool for about five minutes and then sit down. Cause I've also done that. Like you'll know right away if it's too hot, like you'll, you're your vagina is not going to like that. It's going to say no. So you're going to get up and just wait till it cools down a little bit more. So you're sitting on there with no underwear, no nothing on. Um, and then you put a towel over your lap or a blanket. And then that way you kind of keep the heat in and then you can read, meditate, or just stare into space, whatever seems, um, rejuvenating to you at that time. So, and that's something you can do, um, uh, just not during the, your bleeding phase, or if you're pregnant, this is not something you would also want to do or trying to get pregnant. So, um, Yoni steam is more for the rest of the time. Um, I can do an episode or I might have a guest come on and talk about more about Yoni steaming now that I've done it and know what it is. Um, that might be kind of fun to dive a little bit deeper into that. So stay tuned. Next activity during the follicular or spring season is going forest bathing. So this is another wonderful activity to connect with yourself. And it's something I share personally, I share a lot more in detail with on how to do a solo one. Cause right now group ones might not be happening. I went on a group one last winter and it was amazing, but I've also developed my own solo routine and how to do this, um, which I share in my seasonal living collective program. So each season in there, I usually will, you know, send out a seasonal one that you can do by yourself or with your family. So, um, that stay tuned for that. Uh, but I do advise trying to do that every season, go forest bathing. It's amazing. So either with a class, um, you know, or come in and join us in the collective and, you know, I'll teach you how to do that next up a 2 PM check-in. So I like to set my phone timer for 2 PM every day, and it's going to go off and it's going to remind me, how can I care for myself and my body right now? Um, so I usually might need movement. Maybe I need a breath practice, maybe more water or even going to the bathroom. You know, I just get that quick check-in like, okay, what do I actually need? How can I nourish myself? So those are some of the self-care items with the follicular phase. So I would love to know your plans. What are your nourishing takeaways from this episode? Uh, send me a DM over on Instagram at seasonal living mamas, you know, what landed best, and then feel free to share it out with any women who you think would benefit from this. So like any cycling woman who might want to dive deeper into their self-care around their cycle. All right. Thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power.